up there, boys and girls? Welcome to this week's edition of Chicken Bone Alley. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a drama this week. You know, hey, them hey, drama yeah. podcasts get a lot of views. So if we make it a drama and a, or, uh, or especially a murder mystery or you know a uh, yeah something like that, we get a lot of views. So or a lot hey, of listens. We anyway. can pretend. We can pretend. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> This is we, <laughs> golly, and brought to you by SRI Performance Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Draco Springs. Um, also our buddy Randy Keene over there, RK Motorsports Consulting, and Earl Ramey Racing Engines. I'm David. I'm Sterling, what's up, y'all? Oh man, <laughs> oh. Fun, fun, fun. Well, fun we, stuff. It's nice, bro. Look, it's daylight outside. It's daylight still. It outside. Is seven. I like it. I like it. Something. That's nice. I love it. I love having more light. Dude, it's, it's awesome. I mean, you kind of forget about it. You kind of forget how good it is, and it just happens, you know? Yeah. When it's not it's exciting. dark, when you get finished doing everything you got to do during the day. When you walk into you your truck, it's not dark from work. Yeah. You get home, you got stuff to do. Yeah can do it. I would say, you know, suck because we lost an hour, blah, blah, blah. But I was like, I, I forgot about it for half the day probably. Oh, yeah. I don't even, I don't even pay attention no more. <laughs> Other than my, my stove is still the wrong time. And my <laughs> microwave is still the wrong time. Well, you know what? Screw me up kind of because, you know, your phones and stuff, it, it switches by itself. Right. Well. Somehow, you, your truck's supposed to do it, too. Well, mine does. but Mine does, too. Kayla's car don't. Well, but mine does. Okay, so my phone changed, and then the truck changed, but it, it went forward. Went the wrong way. How? Or whichever. Backwards, forward. I get it. It screwed up. It went... It, 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 where it's seven now, it says it's eight. And then the one in the kitchen says it's six. I was like, "What time is it, really? I don't, <laughs> I don't really don't know." But uh, yeah, it had me all jacked up. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> uh, I might be late, but I'll be there. <laughs> no, if I, <laughs> I don't, I don't get there on time. I'll get there when I can. <laughs> yeah, that's it. If I don't get there on time, I'll get there when I can. This is about the one day that that would true or truly work. <laughs> oh, they all use it, I, dude. And <laughs> forever, forever in a day. Back at the shop, boys, they love this day. They love this day because <laughs> they use it always. Man, my alarm clock messed up. Man, my alarm clock changed. Always. But it never works when the time moves forward. They're never an hour early. No, no. Never. So it all of a sudden fixes itself then. Well, they went back. They woke up and realized, and they just went back to sleep for another hour, you know? And, yeah, or three. And, yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> you know, it happens, I it guess. Happens. Yeah. Oh well. Speaking of, it 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 was annoying me because I was I knew my appointment time at physical therapy this morning was at uh, nine o'clock, which is when I have it every other morning, pretty much Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and um. So I get there and I'm sitting there. About time I look at the clock and I look and it says it's after I was doing a little bit. It says like eight fifteen. I'm like, oh, they ain't changed their clocks yet. So I'm over there working on something, and they got literally the exact same clock on opposite sides of the room. I, I don't know. I guess they just want to, well, they time you on some stuff, and I guess they so just look at the clock. Thing. I don't know. So I go over there, and 
I'm in the middle of doing something. I just reach up with my other hand and pull the clock off the wall. <laughs> She's just looking at me like, oh, clocks was off. I'm like, yeah, I, I couldn't couldn't stand it. I'd change it. I had to fix it. Oh <laughs> uh, well, we are uh, we have been um, DJ'd out this past weekend. Yeah, I think I'm. Well, after next week, or after this coming weekend, I think I'm gonna do a semi-retirement for a while. <laughs> yes, until, until the next one. Oh gosh. Anybody listening? Y'all, y'all want to take over a, a, a wedding sound company? We, y'all, we got come you on. booked up for. Come on, bro. For about a year. We got you job security. I'm telling you. Woo. Jesus. I ain't. But you got to do our stuff for free. <laughs> you got to do our stuff for free. Yeah, that's 100%. We're going to do that for sure. Um, but yeah, man, that was a lot of work this past weekend. I'm glad that's over with. We mm. did a uh, rehearsal dinner on Friday night for the wedding that we did on Saturday, but we don't typically do rehearsal dinners. I mean, I'd been to a few rehearsals that they had uh, wedding, I mean, had a DJs at and stuff, but... I guess you just don't see too much of that anymore. Normally, it's just kind of a, you know, you do the rehearsal, go to dinner, and you're done. Uh, they wanted to party because they were all staying out at this place. So uh, they said they w- actually want a karaoke, which we don't do many karaoke's at all anymore. No. Very, I mean, like this was the only one we've done in about two years. Um, so we had karaoke. Oh, so we were wore out on Friday night after all that, and then uh. We had a wedding Saturday, and that was a big old party. Yeah, huge. Tag them 250, 300 people there. That was, that was, and I know if some of y'all listen other places, a lot of times 250, 300 people at a wedding ain't a lot. But for us in South Carolina, that's actually a lot of people. Well, I mean, you know, 250, feet, 250 people in... Lowe's home improvement is not that many people. Right. 250 people in Waffle House is a lot of people. Yeah. So that's kind of what we were in. <laughs> kind of what it was there. Kind of, it was packed out. Packed. But it was good. It was all right. Went well. I'm glad it's over with. We made the bride dance so much. She said she had to get out of there and go for she air. Had, yeah, she, she had, had to get, get air. air. She had to Couldn't go outside. It. Couldn't stand it no more. Couldn't stand it. Had to go outside and get air. I guess smoke, that's how we know we did our job the way it was supposed to be done. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's it. They literally danced so much they couldn't breathe no more. No, couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle it. Uh-huh. Job <laughs> well done for us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So Sunday, our DJing uh, uh, job did not stop. <laughs> um, my Pro bono. Pro bono this time. <laughs> that's right. My mom's uh, 60th birthday was this past Wednesday, uh, the 10th. So uh, we all tried to uh, get everything together and have her a... a, a a surprise birthday party, and um, it turned out good, man. She was surprised. She really was. It was pretty cool. Job accomplished. It she was. It's hard to surprise somebody these days. <laughs> she just wanted to go to the outlets. She just wanted to go to the outlets. That's, That's all, all she was. wanted to do. Yeah, her friend. Her friend, uh, d- you know, kind of hid the whole deal and got her away from Florence the whole day. Took her to the beach. Took her to the beach and uh, supposedly go eat and go to the outlets. Well, they went to eat, but they never made it to the outlets. So mom was kind of. Kind of sad by that to start with. She was like, "What's going on? We just we just left." But uh, no, it was good. It was a good time. So uh, glad glad she enjoyed it, and thank everybody that uh, helped out and made that thing come alive. There, it was pretty good for sure. And, and one good thing about doing something on a Sunday, at least you can sit there and watch the race while you're doing it. 
We did. We did that. We had a couple of them <laughs> up at we the same sure time. Did. We started out with our old buddy, Derek, for his first chance, first take at the Rattler. Yeah, the 250 down there. And uh, he was down there from, uh, I think he got in town there on Thursday. Thursday. Yeah, he got in town on Thursday because they started practice on Friday. They practiced Friday, practiced Saturday, qualified Saturday. And then raced on Sunday um, about all week. Me and Sterling was, well, I say all week, the whole time he was there. He kept practicing right about the ninth place area. Ninth place every time. And me and Sterling were picking that uh, about it because when we were down at um, New Smyrna during Speed Week, he kind of did the same thing. But then all of a sudden it would come up time to qualify, and he's right up close to the top and running good. And uh, then, obviously, running up front in the race, as he did, winning championship at New Smyrna this year. And uh, so, we felt good about him going into the Rattler. And uh, looked there, was watching, and after about 150 laps, he was still running fifth place. And uh, so, that was good. And then they come in, and they had a, had a pretty big wreck there. Jake Finch KO'd a car. And uh, tore it up pretty good, and had a red flag for a while. So they come in, and he was changing tires and stuff like that. Now I think he only changed two tires. What he said, um, at that point of the race, and middle of the race, all of a sudden, he, he I talked to him. He said stagger grew like crazy in the rear end, and it just got stupid loose on him. He ended up falling all the way back to uh. I want to say it was 14th or something like that. Well, yeah. at about, what was it, about 75 laps ago-ish? 50 laps ago? I can't remember right now, but anyway, somewhere around in there. They had a caution come out, and they went in, everybody took tires. Um, and all of a sudden, Derek's car come alive. He drove it from 14th, um... Up to seventh with uh, how many laps was go? About five laps to go, ish. Mm-hmm. Yep. And yep. they had a caution, and with five to go, he drove from seventh to fourth. And uh, talked to him. He said, "Man, I just wish I had twenty more green flag laps." He said, "We could have. I think we had him." He said, "Because he was he was turning faster lap times than the leaders there at the, at the end of the race." So, old Ty Majeski took home another Rattler. Trophy, uh, that's yeah. his. Four? A pile of them. I don't know. He, dude, he's like he's winning and everything. Every, I think the last time he's taken that car out of the trailer or shop or whatever, he won. Um, yeah. He won a snowball, snowball. <laughs> so he takes it out and goes win the rattler with it. But Car's got a pretty good, um, pretty good batting average. Yeah, it definitely does. He uh, he got it going on. Dude, dude's definitely good, and um, you know he he knows his way around them short tracks. That's for sure, for sure. But. Uh, Derek was right there with him, like you say. Uh, Stephen had a good car. He he he, he well, he won the prolet model race. Stephen Nassie and um, had some uh, tough luck there at the beginning of the of the, of the two fifty and uh, broke a uh, what was he broke? Broke a belt there. Some I can't remember what it, it. I don't know what belt it was, but anyway, luckily, like you said, at the beginning of it, it had a red flag, so he was able to get in there or a long caution, whatever it was. He was able to get in there and get that repaired. Started at the back and um, made his way back up through there. 
but uh, I don't know, man. It looked like he was had a he, he was pressuring Ty there at the end with that five to go or six to go, whatever it was. And I don't know if he would have moved him or not. I know uh, typically Stephen Nassie would be have moved you for the win, and I can't say that I blame him totally, but uh, that caution came out, and then after restart, he couldn't get back to his bumper. Nope. Nope. So he uh, took it home. So that's what we were watching there and uh, at the party. Yeah, absolutely. It was pretty cool. Pretty cool to be able to do that. <laughs> Always is. Always is. And we're keeping up with the cup race, too. We'll get into that later. Um, some more racing that was going on this past weekend. We were checking out um, down in uh, Cochrane. Had to make up for the Gobbler. Yep. On Friday night. And then they had another. Another race there on Saturday, big race. Um, Brandon Overton, who had already qualified on pole and everything for the Gobbler. Um, dude, it's like I talked the other day. Like I say all the time. If Overton gets that Longhorn, if they hit that setup, it's over. Over. It is lights out for everybody else. I'm sorry, it is done. Um he lapped, I want to say, up to, what, seventh place, I think it was? Yeah, something like that, right here at Scott. And I think Scott finished yeah. seventh. So, um, he was on a rail. And that track, that track slicked off something bad. Oh, I it mean, was he was black as asphalt. <laughs> he had that thing buried in the bottom. Had a little bit of moisture down there. It wasn't much, but he found it. And, um, and dude, killed him, man. Killed him. He knew how to, he knew his way around there for sure, but uh, like you say, man, if he's ever on, you better look out because he is on. Um, glad to see our buddy Will Harrington though. He had a good showing in the in the super. Um, he did. You know, I, it, when they when they were there the first time uh, for the Goblin, it rained out. He had a really good car then, um, and won his heat and all that stuff, and had, had a good starting spot for the, for for the race, but. Um, Glad to see he uh that's that's something he's he even said on the show, learning the difference you know, trying to understand throttle control with the supers so much different than the crate car. But it seemed like he's getting it figured out, especially on that slick racetrack. He really is. I mean that's a home track for him. But he uh dude, I'm gonna tell you what, he does some racing. Just it don't matter what it is, that boy wants to drive and I like it. He um not only did he run the super, he finished sixth. Uh, in the first race, Gobbler. Um, then he turns around and runs his crate car and wins. Yep. Uh, picking up right where he left off last year with that crate because um, he won the uh, Crate Racing USA Championship late model division um, with his crate car last year. Um, but then, not only that, he decides... Since they had a big street stock race there, he was gonna run street stock too. <laughs> he just wanted. He's, he, he just wanted to drive. He's ready. I wish I had that much energy anymore. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man, that's awesome though. Oh uh, yeah, man. I, I that dude's that dude's ridiculous. They they have they have got the crate car figured out. Yeah, that thing's on a reel. And I'm gonna tell you what we talked about it, you know, a couple weeks ago. But the 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 the, the crate world. Um, the crate classes, the crate purse, the races are growing fast. Um, it's a good class. I mean, it's a really good class. It's a lot. It's a lot cheaper to run. 
Um, it's a lot more affordable for them, and and you know, and, and I'm not saying it's a slouch by any means, but they're, I mean, a lot of these, a lot of these tracks now are are they're promoting these these the crate class and putting big well, money in it. So a lot of people are going down to run that crate class. Well, the tracks are, but also that crate racing USA series. Uh, when you when you run something like that. Um, oh yeah, definitely. You know, when you got a national promotion for this type stuff, um, and they gain points off running these. I mean, that 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 gives them a lot more incentive to run things like this, and uh, hope for you know try to get as many points as it can to then win some more money at the end of the year. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you said, that was that was what ten grand for him last year. Yeah, for winning that for winning that points deal. So um, yeah, I. I I love to see it. I like seeing that. I, we all know how much a super, a super late model is to to fund. Well, we have an idea, I guess. But um, you know what engines cost nowadays to run supers is ungodly. And uh, the crate car, at least you can get a car, get a motor that is affordable and run that motor and not really too much tear, worry about tearing it up. And you know where the best place to get that motor from? I know exactly where to get that motor from. Where is that? <laughs> Mr. Earl Ramey, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, man, you got the, that's the best place to go get them for sure. Go get it, definitely so. Uh, and as we always say, go get your uh, call Earl up. Not only get your motor from him, he's he sells oil and sells some other parts and stuff now too. Um, he's trying to make a almost full line shop out of it. Um, but he has a chassis dyno in house, uh, ready for your car to go on there and see which parts make the most power at the rear wheels of your car. So, uh, y'all holler at Earl Ramey. Absolutely. Tell him we sent you. Absolutely. Well, it was good to see that. Get, finally get the gobbler in. And um, I know the, they had the Florence 50 get started. That's, oh, what, Kentucky. Um, get that thing going up there, up north a little bit. I know it's been cold and snowy and everything else. But yeah. um, but one thing I want to say, really cool to see our, our buddy Josh Dietz. He, um, you know, we talked about it, talked to him earlier in the year. Or last year, whatever it was, um, got him a new a new car for this year, and uh, I think they just finished getting it all put together and stickered up and all uh, to go run that day uh, to go run it this weekend. And uh, he come home with a win, man. He did, he did. First race out in that car, and uh, brought home his win there at the. He's also running. Is he running crate or running steel? He is. I can't. Remember. I'm not positive of that. I don't I know. Look it up. My bad. My bad. Josh, um, Josh will tell us. He'll, he'll, sure. he'll tell us. He'll text me. Yeah. He'll be like, I'm running it. Okay. Oh, great. I know now. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, hats off to him. That's still really cool, especially first time getting in that car. I mean, had no idea, nothing about it. Get in there and um, knowing that they got a good piece there, that's 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 reassuring to them, I'm sure, knowing that um, they put their money to test there and it paid off for them. Sure did. Sure did. Um. I don't know, man. I, that's that's really cool. Well, uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. won the Super Race up there. Yep. At Florence Fifty. So uh, there was kind of some spread out racing this past week. There was on. some spread out racing, but uh, I'm gonna tell you what, it's gonna be coming all into one spot in Eastern Kentucky here pretty soon. Cause uh, I think Wednesday night they're gonna have a pile of them at Bristol. You mean Eastern Tennessee? I mean Eastern Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking about Kentucky, and I'm saying in Kentucky. I mean, it's close to Kentucky. It is pretty close. It's pretty close, but not quite. <laughs> it's pretty close. <laughs> oh yes, uh, we've been watching. Um, we got our little subscription here for uh, 
Race XR to watch this Bristol uh, Dirt Nationals here and um the yeah I've been watching uh watching practice go on for the past few days and man the cars on the track but I'm gonna tell you what I guess I will have to say I ain't gonna say I was doubting I ain't gonna say I was doubting I just you know as I said last week uh week before stuff when we talked about Bristol on here. I was just worried about putting that many tr- cars on the track and keeping that track in good shape. Right. But they have done a pretty good job so far because they have practiced. Yeah. Uh, there's been the crate late models. There's been the modifieds. Um, I think I saw street stocks out there. They ha- they've they even had a couple super practices, but there haven't been many supers there yet. Um, and uh, Hornet classes, they call it. Um, all been on track. And... Uh, from what I can see on TV, track is looking oh, good. It looks really good. It does. And, I, you know, it seems like they keep, I don't know, they they just probably had 2,000 modifieds on the track just a minute ago. Look, literally the and, entire infield was filled up with them. Yeah, there, there's a pile of them. And um, I don't know if they were running heat races or practicing or qualifying or what exactly they were doing. But after that, they got out there and they, with a the water truck, watered it down and then ran the uh, – Packer cars in and and they back at it again. So, um, it's really cool. I, I I'm I'm glad that it's paying off and it's working. That's always a big worry that you know we all have that, that want to see this stuff take off and go. Um, so I know these guys just doing it. You know, are, <laughs> are glad to see glad to see it's going well. But um, they know what they're doing. This ain't their first rodeo for sure. So, um, but I you know the, the other thing that's Kind of like we saw with uh, with um, the million up there, the dirt yeah. they put on that track was wasn't the best, and um, a lot of rocks in it and all that. But they have got some good dirt here for sure. It it definitely looks that way, and I have heard nothing but good come out there about it. Um, guy we've met before, and I want to get him on the show here. Just hadn't lined up for us to get him on the show. Daniel Sanchez, old Danny. He's been out there running his modified and been running pretty fast with it, and he's had some on board. He, he took GoPro and stuff and put it in the car, and uh, I've been watching some of his stuff. And man, that track looks smooth and and nice, and and the drivers just look like I mean, it look like you can see a whole lot around that track. It ain't like you just get behind somebody and can't see nothing. There, there's so much room. I've watched him. I watched him in practice the other day in the modified running four wide out the corner. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's like oh god, these dudes are racing already. Um, but it is a uh, ain't well. I'm gonna say it's it's probably a driver's nightmare because these dudes are not letting off the gas here. Oh no, and not they at are all. hanging some RPM and um yeah. After this racer, I think they're gonna probably gonna be a uh, quite a few motors sent back to the the motor builders. <laughs> Yeah, Mr. Earl Ramey gonna have a lot more business uh, <laughs> coming up after they get done up there. But um, you know, it's 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 a big change for a lot of these guys, and and like you said, a lot of hanging RPMs and something that they gotta really prepare for because um, if they're not careful, they can let this week here cost them a lot of money. But hopefully, it all turns out good for them. But uh, but man, I tell you what, it's really it's really cool that they're doing this and they're allowing all these smaller. Um, the smaller classes to come in and do this because, you know, originally we talk about the cup cars. Okay. We kind of figured that the supers would have a day and, a and, a and, and, and the sprint cars would have a day, but being able to give the, the, the modifieds and the, the crate late models and the, even the, 
the little four cylinders, what they call the Hornets or whatever, letting them all come in here and, and run around Bristol is something that these people will never forget. So hats off to the promoters to, to, to taking the time and, and pushing this to get it to work um, in their favor, man. You couldn't ask for a better facility to do it. Definitely couldn't. I mean, that's it's cool to see. It's cool to see, and it's cool to hear the guys talk about, you know, name. I, I like hearing them talk about names you don't ever hear. Um, sometimes it's, I mean, I might not know them. They might talk about them. I still might not know them, but they're getting some information about them and putting their information out there. And that helps these guys a lot. I mean, I don't know what it costs for Joe Blow over here on in, in this four cylinder to get there, but now they're talking about him on there. And, you know, at some tracks, those races are big. I know Lakeview over here, SEDRA series, when they run those cars there, man, they got 25 cars every daggone saturday night out there and um some of those guys might be up there running i'm not even sure um but being like oh i saw him on running bristol on on you know when they had the dirt on there i you know i want to get my name on his car oh yeah it's definitely and it the little cars like that you could call up a guy and be like hey man i want to i want to sponsor your car man 300 bucks a lot of them guys whole year I put your name all over oh, the side yeah. of the car you, you, whole year. Absolutely, you can't beat that. You got you there, there, yeah. There, there's many opportunities to try and get in that at, at, at that level, and um, it's just really cool being a part of it. And and for these guys to say, I mean, that's that's bucket list stuff, dude. To be able to say you ran Bristol, I'm telling you, that's huge, man. And 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 <laughs> I don't know. How, like you said, I don't know how in the world they're gonna make it all work and get it all done in a in a in a day's time i just don't understand it because there's so many of them um but they got it all figured out they're gonna make it work um it is gonna be a lot of racing this week uh to come there for sure for sure yep sure is um well going from that we got something else pretty cool we want to talk about here and uh Got a got a gentleman calling in wants to talk about it here. Ladies and gentlemen, on the phone now we got a man that is uh, coming in for you racers here and gonna put on something big. Um, and we got a chance to talk about it. We glad to have him on the phone here, Mr. Dalton Lamb. Mr. Dalton, what's going on, man? Hey, not too much, guys. How are you all? Man, we're doing wonderful. Doing wonderful for a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, fortunately, yeah, uh, fortunately, uh, being on a Monday here, we actually get to watch some racing, at least something from Bristol on here. So, uh, so get to watch something. That's, yeah. that's unusual, you know. Oh man, I we uh, I was up there last night. I actually, we've got some we've got some people that work with us running cameras for Grassroots Sports TV. Um, we've got some of our guys running cameras for them with Race XR. They're at the Dirt Nationals, and last night I went up there, and I actually got to be on a couple of cameras last night for practice. And you just you just can't you just can't put into words just how awesome it is. To, first off, I mean, if you've never been to Bristol, just walking into that place, it really does feel like a coliseum type environment. And then to see that place transformed into dirt, it, it it's it just kind of takes your breath away if you're a dirt track fan. That's right, man. That's it's really cool to see. Uh dirt track racing and racing in general but especially uh we're, we're, we're big fans of dirt track racing ourselves obviously so uh but 
Cool, man. So going from one cool race into another race, we want to talk with you about something you got going on here, the Carolina Sizzler. Man, that looks like it is shaping up to be something big. Kind of give us a rundown of what's going on, man. We just, we just talked with Joe Rush with the American Oyster Series, uh, Singapore Crates, and a couple of different couple of different series, and and we've been talking about a lot of different things. And Grassroots Sports TV, we actually started. Um, our main focus is doing high school, middle school, uh, local rec league type sports. So you know your main things: baseball, basketball, soccer, things like that. And you know I've I've been and, and some other people that are pivotal parts of the the company. We've all been race fans, especially dirt race fans, for, well, our entire lives. And, um, you know, we, we were like, hey, we've got this going on. Let's see what we can do. And one thing led to another, and, and we were able to start shooting a couple of dirt races, and we really enjoyed it. And, and I think the fans enjoyed it as well. And so, um, you know, we realized that dirt racing is kind of it, – it's something fun that we enjoy doing. And, you know, not only can we can we make a little bit of money at it, but – and it's not just the broadcast part that we like as well. We, we enjoy the, the promotion and, and putting on events and things like that. So I started talking with Joe and uh, just asking him about some different things. Joe and I last year, um, we actually developed the idea of the Crate Lake Model National Championship. And so I went over to Landon Stallard at Volunteer and talked with him and, and really, really like Landon. Um, he, he's just a terrific guy. And the work he's done there at Volunteer has been great. And we were able to, to convince him to, to give it a shot. And there in November, you couldn't have asked for better weather, 60, 70 degrees, no rain. Wonderful crowd came out. And, you know, we just saw the success of that, and really just the success that Joe's series has been having. And Joe's got deep connections with Michael Robinette and the Topless Outlaw series. And he's friends with Trevor Thompson, who's who's the, the CEO owner of the Red Clay series. And, you know, Joe's got a lot of friends. He's well-connected in the dirt racing world. He's been doing it a long time. And, and so we just kind of rode the back of Joe and those connections. And, and we, we're, the, we're the group that was, uh, I guess, dumb enough or silly enough to, <laughs> to take the jump. <laughs> so we, we took the jump. And I text Joe one night. Uh, Joe and, and, and his family, some of them, they like to say that I, I don't really live in the realm of, of reality. And, and my wife might my wife might say the same thing but <laughs> i texted him one night and i said what do you think about charlotte and joe knows joe knows somebody over there that's the vp of marketing for charlotte motor speedway and in touch with him and found out about eric sinhoff who is the event manager for the dirt track and joe sent me his number and he said well i've given you his number now you go do the rest so <laughs> uh i i called i called him and I said, you know, I introduced myself and told him who I was and what we were planning on doing. And and his initial reaction, the date we were looking for initially, we were trying to find a date in which the World of Outlaws and Lucas Oil was not running. And, you know, that's kind of tough to do, especially a year after a pandemic. They're going to be going full blast. Right. And we were a little bit late in the game. I mean, you're talking late January whenever all this talk was going on. And um, so we had landed on Father's Day weekend because that was – just outside of uh, the dream at Eldora and it was before July and you know we knew that there were some other things going on and it was a weekend where I think at least one of the series I don't remember which one but one of the series they weren't going to be running that night and so we landed on that weekend so I told Eric that that's what I wanted to do and 
And Eric actually let me know that literally an hour before I called him, the uh, the ultimate super late models had finalized their deal on Father's Day weekend for over at Charlotte. And wow. so we had to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they beat us to the punch and we didn't get our date. But so we went back to the drawing board and we found a date where the Lucas Oil Series, Super Late Model Series, and the World of Outlaw Series was going to be, you know, far enough away that it would make sense. And so that landed us on this weekend. And we've actually had a lot of questions about why are you doing Saturday, Sunday, not Friday, Saturday. And the reason is, is because Ray Cook's Summer National Series is running. Uh, that's that's right in the heat of their, their tour. And they're actually going to be at With Raceway on Saturday night, the 17th. And that's why the Supers aren't running on Saturday. They're at Whip Raceway on Saturday. They're actually at Volunteer Speedway on Monday. And so we put our super late model race on the 18th, which is a Sunday. And uh, uh, that gave that gave the ability to, to basically any regional driver that's either following that series or just a regional driver in general, they're going to, you know, should, looking at schedules, they're, they're probably going to have the, the night off. And so we wanted to do that. But the main goal was, really is that not just the supers we 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 wanted the supers to be there because we wanted to have a big super race to anchor the sunday night you know main event but um really what we what we were excited to do was to give the opportunity for some of these other drivers who really never get the chance to race in charlotte and and we wanted to open that possibility up you know and so that's that's what we feel like we've done and uh you know we released the purse amounts and the rules and things on Facebook there last week and the base purse amount is great. Um, you know, one thing that, that we are going to be announcing and releasing very, very soon, uh, is, is the idea of, uh, officially releasing, um, is the idea of something called what we have deemed as called hashtag turn up the heat. So it's a social media initiative. And I, do y'all remember the dirt million, from a couple years ago. Yes, sir, we do. We were there we the were first, there. first hit, year of it. <laughs> getting hit with rocks. Getting hit with rocks, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, essentially, we are we are using this social media initiative called hashtag turn up the heat, uh, playing on the word of, of the Carolina Sizzler. And so, basically, what it's going to allow is that instead of just increasing the, the super late model purse uh, on Sunday night, fans are going to and, and there's a there's a website that we're going to push out there and, and that fans can go to and and they can give donation amounts and and you know sponsorship amounts i guess i should say in mm -hmm. different uh amount totals and then each amount total has a different gift set you know ranging from a koozie and a shout out on facebook thanking them and twitter and things all the way up to you know to not only just free tickets to the event but but also free tickets to any dirt racing event that they want to go to in the 2022 year. So whether that's the dream, the world 100, whatever it is, you know, there's, there's a package where if you're, if you're an individual sponsor, you know, we're going to, we're going to give back in, in a, in a way that, that says thank you for that. But the goal is, is that every single bit, every single bit of the money that is made from the, the hashtag turn up the heat initiative is going to go towards raising the purses. And I don't just mean the to-win amount. I mean the, the purse amount for the entire field Great. for every single class that we're running on Sunday night. And so, you know, I, I don't want to run through. I don't have the list in front of me. I don't want to run through what those 
those uh, two win totals or the purse totals are for Sunday night. But, um, you know, they're, they're pretty hefty. They're, they're there on the Facebook. There's a link where you can find that. You can find the rules and the purse amounts and everything else. It's got the breakdown through the field. But, you know, we know that the to-win money, you know, with that big number that you put out there, twenty, thirty, forty thousand $40,000 to win, that sounds good and everything, and I think that gets a lot of fans' attentions. But, you know, at the same time, having having that purse more evenly spread out through the field, I think that kind of rings in, in drivers' ears a little bit. And so, you know, we, we want to do that as well. And we're not just doing it for the super late models. We're going to do that for, for every single class that we have there. So, you know, depending on how, how much traction that that gets, I mean, the purse amount can go through the roof. Uh, the purse amounts, the base purse amounts are already extremely, extremely high. I can tell you that there's a couple of series that, that are going to be there that the base purse amount for Sunday night's race is the biggest race they've ever had. Um, and, and some of the others, it's, it's, you know, close to the biggest race they've ever had, if not tying the biggest race purse they've ever had. So there's going to be some big money on the line, but, you know, money is great. The to win money is great. That's what, you know, everybody likes to win it, but you know, we're out there to have a good time. We want to put on a good show and, and we want fans and drivers and, and just anybody that comes out to the show, whether they're watching it on, on grassroots sports TV or, or whether they're watching it there at the track, we just want people to have a good time. I mean, at the end of the day, that's, that's what dirt track racing is about. That's right, man. And, uh, like you were saying about the, the purses though, what is really cool is I've looked at those base purses and all, and, um, it's like you just said paying back through the field makes a big difference to these drivers you know one in the decision in coming but two it makes a big decision and all right i'm gonna race harder for this position oh, yeah, and i'm definitely. gonna put on a show for these because well, I mean, that's a little bit more money that I we've get. talked with guys we've talked with guys at, at big shows that have decided not to go run b mains because there was no money to go into today and you know so now that's that's gonna help a lot that's awesome yeah, yeah, that's our. That was our. That was our uh, idea behind that. And I can't really take a lot of credit for that. That's a lot of Joe. Joe's <laughs> Joe's really good about listening to his drivers, um, and and Joe Joe made mention of that. And and Joe is a pioneer for that. He's he's big on that. He likes to spread that purse out because he says the same thing. You know exactly what you guys just said. That you know the more evenly that the purse is spread out, the more cars that you're going to get to show up and. And, you know, and that's, and that's the true thing, too. You know, when you go to watch dirt racing, it's not most of the time, I won't say all the time, but most of the time it's not just single-lane racing. You know, oh, you've, no. got, you've got multiple, multiple grooves. You've got battles everywhere. And, and sometimes the, the best racing in an, in an event isn't even happening up front. It's, you know, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th place uh, when you've got guys out there that are just, just driving and and they're they're beating the doors off each other just to finish seventh instead of eighth or finish ninth or tenth or something like that. So you know we want to reward them and and we think that our base purse amounts are are pretty good. You know we think they're I think people are excited about that and are going to be excited about it. But I think it's going to also make it exciting to to kind of get to see those purses continue to rise for Sunday night as well. So that's. You are 100% correct in that, and I think that's going to be an awesome show. Um, one question I got, and you you, you know, you talked about it a little bit, uh, what was the decision in deciding on to do it at Charlotte? Yeah, so we, we 
we realized that Bristol's being ran there, and, and it's a great, you know, it's it's awesome. You know, I think that the car count speaks for itself that people are excited about running Bristol. And, you know, shoot, I, I'm excited about getting to watch people run Bristol. Um, that's just, I think it's awesome. But at the end of the day, when you think about dirt track racing and you think about Charlotte, I mean, it, it's 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 one that everybody knows. Everybody, you know, they, they know about Charlotte, and the Super Lake models get to race there. And, you know, as you all said, and as many, many, many fans have said, um, it's nice to see more events coming to Charlotte as opposed to the two or three that happen each year. And, you know, it's, it's not but about two and a half hour drive from us over here in East Tennessee. And uh, it's a big venue that allows for a big event like this to go on with really good facilities. And, uh, you know, they're used to hosting big events where there's big car counts and, and lots of, you know, fans and attendance and things like that. And so, you know, we thought, hey, if you're going to do something big, you might as well do it on one of the biggest stages of dirt racing. And, and you know, we, we started at the top, and our goal was to start at the top and then work our way down. So that, that, was, the, that was the thought process behind it. Well, that's cool. That's cool, and that's like I just said, I, I'm I'm glad to see something over there because uh, there for a while they wouldn't use the track for very much other no, than the big races. And I mean, you'd have monster trucks there a couple times a year, <laughs> and, and a couple a couple dirt races. It, it was sad because for us too. I mean, I, it, you know, it's about two hours from us, um, so so you know, being able to get up there and, and see some more racing, it's and I love to I love the layout, and like you say, it's it's, it's a big stage, especially for a lot of these um, local guys that get to go up there and do this. That's going to be huge for them, and uh, uh, and and just all around, you know, it's perfect to take your family to that racetrack. It's 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 going to be a perfect place for it for sure. Yeah, yeah, we're we're excited about that, and you know, I think that uh, you know this COVID stuff. I think we're finally getting getting. I won't say beyond it maybe, but we're getting to the point where with vaccines and things like that, we're hopeful that by maybe July, I know that the North Carolina governor raised uh, popular, you know, the, the attendance capacity from like 10% to 30% within the last 30 days. And, and we're hoping that that continues to trend, you know, towards at least 75 to 100%, you know, by, by the time July runs around because, you know, we want people there. We want people to, uh, you know, come out and just – in droves and, and have a good time and, and get to watch two really fun days of racing. And, uh, you know, we're, we're excited about that. Um, you know, we've got, we've got some more exciting things that we're working on. We've, uh, you know, I won't release too much right now just because I don't know exactly when we're going to release, you know, but I will kind of give a little bit of a hint here. Um, just drop a little nugget that we, we've been approached by a couple of different people about sanctioning the super late models and, um, we're we're not giving that away because they will be sanctioned but uh and and i think that you know you've seen probably there on the rule sheet there that the the sanctioning is going to be called the american supers the american super uh late model and that's what they're going to be called that's that's the the title of them for the for the weekend um for the sunday night race and there's going to be more to come out about that um we're excited about it We've, we've discussed with a couple of different track owners and series owners and drivers and, uh, and, and even a couple of fans as we've talked about it with these different people. And, and uh, it's going to be something big that, well, I feel like it's going to be big, and, and so does our team. We feel like it's going to be a really big thing for, for dirt racing and, 
and drivers tracks and and teams and fans and series it's going to be something that i think everybody's going to benefit from and uh, I, i'm really excited i'm really excited to announce it mainly because i've been working on building a website for like the past three and a half months and i don't really know what i'm doing and uh and and then trying to keep something like that quiet to the masses you know that's pretty tough i'm just excited to tell everybody and and see if other people are just as excited about it as I am. So, uh, you know, look look for those announcements coming on our Facebook page, the Carolina Sizzler Facebook page, within the next few days or a week or so. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll make that known and, and then maybe even get a chance to jump back on here and talk with you guys about that some more. Most definitely, man, anytime. Absolutely. Uh, we, we'd be glad to have you on here. Well, Mr. Dalton – oh, I'm sorry. Sterling want to ask another yeah, question. I, don't, I, I want to ask one other thing here. Uh, <laughs> For everybody that, that does not know yet and is going to be listening and wanting to find out more, let everybody know about the uh, about Grassroots TV, Sports TV. Let them know how to how to watch it, all that whole deal. Yeah. Yeah, so the Facebook page or Twitter, you can find us, at, you know, just at GR Sports TV. And then the website is GR, the letter G, the letter R, sports with an S, TV. So it's GR Sports TV. Dot com and so as we get closer to, to the race weekend we'll uh you know we're going to have a ton a ton we're following full-time the american all-star series the red clay dirt series the topless outlaw series uh we actually just got a contract sent over today um uh, it's going to be announced here pretty soon with a track i'll, I'll say there's a track down in georgia that we're going to be doing their races this year and so you know we're going to have 100 150 or more events that are going to be on the, the grassroots sports tv platform so awesome. not only just the the race itself down in charlotte but but everything else that's going to be on the platform this spring that's going to have a lot of racing and then you know you'll also your subscription even though you're getting it to have racing your subscription is going to allow you to watch you know high school basketball football baseball everything else that we do on there as well so awesome. um, yeah just grsportstv.com that's how you can find us well, everybody go uh, check it out and get ready to uh, watch some awesome racing. Well, Dalton, thank you so much again for, uh, for coming on here, and uh, we can't wait to hear more and more about the race and about everything else y'all got going on. I think it's going to be awesome, and we are, uh, we're definitely going to be there um, for sure. Um, and like I said, we appreciate you coming on here and spending some time with us, man. Absolutely, man. Anytime, just give me a shout. And then, yeah, you guys come over there, work it, whatever you want to do, and make sure you stop by and come up and, and hang out with us. And, and you know, we'll have a good time. So We'll definitely do it. Sounds great. All right, man. Thanks again, and we'll be talking to you soon. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you, bud. Man, that is some awesome stuff there. And I want to thank Mr. Dalton Lamb, Grassroots Sports TV. I want to thank him for coming on with us again. That's really cool. Um, and dude, that's a race I can't I can't wait. That's, that's oh, I really can, really cool. Cannot wait. Well, like you say, I mean, like we just said, promoting um, for these for these guys to, to come up and get the opportunity to that big stage, like you said, to, to good up there and 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 run and run for good money. I mean, that's that's huge for for these for these guys, especially a lot of these local people, because. We know some of them very well that go run regular weekly Saturday night shows. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but go run for a couple hundred dollars. 
Yeah. You know, and, and to be able to go up there and have the opportunity to, to, to get on that, I mean, that big a scale and get that, the dirt track at Charlotte is freaking, that's just best big deal. And for a lot of these people and then go run for big money like that to the end. That's, that's, that's great. So, um, hats off them as well. Can't wait, um, to get there. Can't wait to, to be able to hang out with a lot of these guys and, and, uh, meet them and, um, and I hope it continues for many years to come. It's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm I'm ready to get up there and like you just said, talk with all the talk with all the guys and try to get some of the guys talk to us, you know, in smaller classes that you don't ever hear from. Uh, that's what I wanna get on there and plus we, who knows be who'll be there. Um it's a uh be watching out, um on the Carolina Sizzler Facebook page especially. Um uh, they may have Twitter page and all that stuff too. Um, but regardless, check out social media for the Carolina Sizzler. Uh, y'all gonna want to be watching that. There's still some awesome news gonna be coming out about it in weeks and months to come. Um, see who's all gonna be there and see what uh what purses end up being. Um, that's I, I think you're gonna see some some guys there that this this re- really gonna be there. Some big time competitors. Um, but you know, it's the dirt track at Charlotte. So it's always a, it's always a little bit of a crapshoot there. Um, I've never seen one guy that tends to dominate very much there. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, it's a track is, it seems different every time there's a race. Oh, yeah, there. definitely. The surface changes hourly, seems like. <laughs> so, uh, it'll definitely be interesting. Um, but cannot wait that's in our backyard essentially and like we said earlier um i love seeing that they're going to run it um have some more some 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 big events there throughout the year um man i can't wait it's gonna be it's gonna be cool that's gonna be a lot of fun and oh it's gonna be fun Uh, i'm ready for it i'm ready for it it's gonna be uh, i know why they call it a sizzler though because i can see it now it might be cool today (laughs) but on july 17th and 18th in Charlotte, it's gonna be might be a little toasty. Toasty. I might be standing behind the water truck. You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be all right though. That'll be all right. We, we'll be out there, uh, be out there hanging out with them. And yeah, but like you like, like you said too though, man. Great day. Trying to find trying to find a a date that can work with every class. Ugh. Well, there were so many, not only the Lucas Oil and the World Outlaw stuff, not only did that, you know, they're trying to cram in here, there, wherever they can go, as many dates as they can, not only them, but there's so many tracks that push back races from last year to this year, and they have filled up a calendar. So, but what's cool about that is, is you know you got the guys going to, uh, uh, I don't know, going to run the World Outlaw Races. I don't even know. I haven't even looked because that schedule so crazy. Um, Or Lucas Oil. Both of them, they're crazy schedules. I don't know if they even have a race that Sunday. So even if they don't, uh, you know some of them guys are going to be headed back over here this way to run Charlotte. Um, But it's just, other than that, there's so many little tracks that, you know, here, there, and everywhere, they got races that, like I said, they push back and it's 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 crazy this year, so uh, I'm glad they found a date. Um, that's gonna be a good date, I think. Yeah, I think I really think that's gonna be good. Um, oh, I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping that becomes a uh, every year staple. 
maybe. Oh, yes. I hope so. For sure. Well, cool deal. Um, What other... Uh, we got any more dirt racing action to talk about? And that was kind of it for the week, wasn't it? Uh, well, kind of going back to Cochran real quick. Yeah. Um, well, Brad Kozlowski got his first take and practice for... That's right, he did. Um, for, for Bristol... Uh, I think he's going to run a crate car. He ran a crate car there. I don't. I, I'm assuming well, he's yeah, run a crate car here they, too at Bristol too. They haven't released that yet. I know that uh, Austin Dillon's going to run a crate, which and, surprises me. And I think Corey LaJoy is going to run a crate, and uh, maybe Brad because Brad kind of practiced. Well, Brad was in a crate at Cochran. Um, didn't run that well. I didn't see what all happened. I think he finished tenth or twelfth, something like that. Um, but you know, I, to my knowledge, I don't know that he's been in one very, wow. very much. But um, so, but yeah, he's gonna be running that, and then um, you know, there's gonna be quite a few uh, Cup drivers um, down there, uh, up there running, and in Eastern Kentucky, you know, Eastern Kentucky <laughs> or Tennessee, Eastern you know, Tennessee, where, Tennessee. Where, <laughs> where Bristol one, is, one of them up over there, you know, but uh, but no. It'll uh it'll be exciting for sure, but um glad to see them guys coming stepping over to to the dirt world and you know we've talked about it before but I don't know man I kind of think NASCAR is kind of worried uh, they see a whole lot of eyes on dirt and in, in the dirt world and it's, and they see what the stands look like I mean you go to these you go to these ten and twelve and twenty thousand dollars to win races around the south here. Well, that's I mean, like we we talked about last year in the last well middle of last year, we went over to um, Lancaster to see the that was World Outlaw race. Yeah, and and it wasn't no crazy was money. I think it was what it might have been twenty grand maybe. No, to I don't win. think it was that know. much. I think it was twelve. It, it may have 12. been twelve. Yeah, it wasn't that much. But dude, good lord, <laughs> I it's been a long time since I've seen that many people at a dirt track. It was unreal. Absolutely unreal. Yeah, I mean, I don't mean just the I don't mean just the stands either. It was stands. There was standing room only in the stands. Yeah, and in the, the infield. infield was the same way. There was nowhere else to park. No, we infield. were back. We were in the infield, so we know. Fortunately, was, we got there really early. <laughs> it was a nightmare getting out of there, but um, but I think that's what they see though. I think they see that, and I mean, you know, it, it worries them when. You see these cup races, and you know they're having to fill the stands with banners or dirt or whatever just to keep and look. Don't not wear doesn't look so bad, but um, I think they're going to kind of have they're going to be forced to look at other avenues. Like well, I, I still don't know. I I've thought about that, and I'm wondering. I think it could be go to two ways. I think either either. Like you just said, they they might look at some avenues of more dirt, like they're doing at Bristol. Maybe I don't know, um, or maybe not, and they just get talk to some of them guys, you know, like Brad Keselowski, like uh, Joey Logano, Austin Dillon, um, uh, Corey LaJoy if he's gonna do it now, um, Kyle Busch, because look at the eyes that have been on Kyle Larson, obviously. This oh, is yeah. where this started. Um, Kyle Larson decided to get in a dirt late model, and he he's got a good average <laughs> in yeah. in what he is doing there. 
he has won two out of the four races that he has he has run. Uh, Charlotte last year, he finished in the top ten. Um, was running really good in it. Uh, the only one he had a didn't run good in was at uh in Portsmouth. Portsmouth had bad luck there all weekend. Um, so maybe the other look that could happen that I'm thinking is maybe they're wanting it's just hey let them guys go down there and run a little bit of that get the eyes on them and then we'll gain fans from the dirt side to then watch NASCAR because they'll watch that guy that they watched on Saturday night at the dirt track they'll watch him go run the cup race the next day somewhere so I, I, don't I agree know. with that I, I do but NASCAR's going to want to make money at some point in time on it well oh yeah but the only kind of the thing I could say is, I think it's going to do a reverse. Uh, it's going to be kind of reverse for, for 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 NASCAR, because I know a lot of dirt guys that do not like asphalt, and I know a lot of dirt oh, yeah. guys that don't care for NASCAR. I do know a lot of NASCAR guys that like dirt. So we're, we're a rare breed. We just we like all racing. We like all. We we don't care. We race soapbox derbies. We don't care, but. I know that if you take someone that just say whatever they've they've known, they've been around asphalt for all their life, for whatever weird reason, they don't know anything about dirt. And then you take them and you put their favorite driver in a super late model running around these <laughs> wherever they go run, I think they're going to end up loving Dirt late model racing, well, and I way think that, more than a cup car. Well, I, I mean, we can kind of attest to that. We can look back at now. I I know he has a following in on the dirt side too, but we can look back at when we were at Portsmouth last year. Um, when Kyle Larson was up there, we were hanging out over there with them guys. Um, there were so many people there with Kyle Larson T-shirts on from NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Stuff. yeah, that so. Apparently that's kind of already happening. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna. I, th- I think that's what's gonna happen because I mean, you, it, dude, the people that's diehard dirt, they I don't see them going to asphalt. I don't see them going to watch Joe Blow. Now, if they would, if they would open it up a little bit to where, just like Super Late Model Dirt Racing is, you know, there's gonna be a hundred something cars here at Bristol this weekend. Right. Trying to make the race. Okay. If they would open that up a little bit to where, okay. The cup cars are running at Martinsville, asphalt, concrete, whatever they want to make it. And they open that playing field up to where, okay, 100 cars can go try to make the race. Then I think you're going to see that come into play a little bit, especially when you say all we've heard about these guys with with the cup, all these cup cars going to run for $50,000 at Bristol. You know, okay, that's awesome. You, you, You acknowledge what the purse is. You let that out. You let everybody know it. That's drawing attention to that race. Oh, yeah. But it's so hush hush, you don't even know what they're making in a in a cup race now. All, you don't have no idea. Well, I mean, I, I guess it's just kind of a novelty thing. But there's so many people. I, I like seeing it. And I just saw a commercial here on TV. Um, boy, that was racing go karts. Had won some races, and he had all his big chicks yeah. uh, nailed to the wall up in the shop. Well, it's just, and you see that in every other form of sports, yeah, or not sports, but every other form of racing. You know, 
It's like, hey, I got the big, I won the big chick this week. I won the big chick. And that's kind of the thing. NASCAR? No, we ain't talking about that. Well, you can't. And that's what I say. That's why I don't, I don't like it. And it, it, it kind of gets away from the personable side of things. And like I said, when you start, when you start putting a wedge in between the average Joe and Kyle Bush, when you yeah. start making that big difference and he's, he's above all these people, for a long it's gonna start hurting you more than it's helping you. Oh, and yeah. when 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 you see, you know, you, you don't know nothing about purse, you don't know how much this is, you don't know how much that is, you just know you gotta buy your way in and have a charter to go know you're gonna make a field, make the field here, but don't know nothing about it. But then you see these guys flying around on these private jets and all this stuff right here. It just it to me it's it's so far away from what dirt is and what what it means and you go to a dirt track everybody's friendly everybody's family everybody's there to have a good time it's not necessarily money driven it's not we're not there for that one reason i mean yeah of course we're gonna go win we want to do this we want to do well but it's just so much different and uh <laughs> i think they're gonna hurt themselves more than more than help i, I really do but uh i'm glad that I, I really like seeing some of these guys come back and run their, or come over. Some of them maybe even probably run it yet. But um, I think, like you said, I think Kyle Larson has definitely opened that bag that, to to make people think. Okay, well, if he can do it, I can go do it. And I think they're gonna be. I don't think they can. Well, I think they're gonna be surprised. <laughs> um, and I think they're gonna actually be way more uh, impressed by Kyle Larson and his abilities. After well, going and doing this and running with these do- with these big dogs, I mean, it's they ain't the same. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna say, uh, Brad Keselowski already. It, Kyle Larson got one way up on him because Kyle Larson's first time in a dirt late model. He uh he won. Yeah. Uh, Keselowski couldn't do it. Well, I mean, I know it's different. Uh, Larson's been on dirt, you know, his whole life pretty much. But I mean, hey, you want to come over and jump with the big dogs? Uh, well, yes, <laughs> it. I don't know. I don't really know how to look at it, and I don't. And if I'm a, if I'm, I don't know, Jonathan Davenport or Scott Bloomquist, whatever. And and you know, I see these guys that that's been in this other type of racing forever, and they think they can come over there with, you know, they can go buy their way in and get the best of their best of the equipment that they can get, and expect to come over there and just whoop up on me. I ain't gonna like that too much. I'm sorry, oh, no. I'm not. Oh no, and and we've talked with a lot of guys from um that raced late model dirt, late models and stuff, and they look at Larson a little bit different. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, I mean they do. I mean, they, they them guys will tell you, man. He they never expected him to come in there and be slow, and um he you know they look at him. He's been a dirt racer all his life. He's going to adapt to this fast. Oh, of course. I and mean, obviously he did. Um, but like, like you just said, um, Kyle Bush coming over there buying a ride from um, buying a ride to be uh, Jonathan Davenport's teammate for the week. Um, you got uh, who else was it? Larson, um. Kyle Bush and there was somebody else that's running the super. Um, I can't remember right now. There was three no, of them. Um, anyway, uh, then you got 
Brad Keselowski and them guys coming in. Even in the crate racing ranks, if that's what they run with Corey and Austin. Austin is the one that's I'm, – I'm actually surprised he's running crate because he ran super. Yeah, he's so got long. a super background. He ran them for yeah. a long time. Um, it was good. I don't I'm, – I'm wondering if that's a sponsor deal, you know, or something. Or, or even running uh, – You know, whatever. But but yeah. regardless, them guys ain't going to like it, them coming in there um, and – they gonna they gonna have something to prove over the NASCAR guys. I mean that's what they're that's what they're there to do, and that's what they want to oh, do. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I will say Joey Logano. He uh he kind of impressed me. He doesn't have a dirt background at all. Um, and down in Volusia, he decided to run the modified and ran pretty good in it. Yeah, absolutely. I think he finished third down there, and I yeah. mean he was in our buddy Kyle Stricker's car. Um. We we saw that car win. Yeah, we saw what it did at Charlotte. Last and year. I mean, dominated now, but it's still, I mean, you know, it was pretty good to see. So, well, that's the difference in dirt, though. I mean, and everybody tell you this: just having a good car ain't gonna do it on dirt. No, you not got at you, all. You got to know how to drive it. That's the whole yeah. deal. Because I've seen people on dirt give them the exact same setup, and one guy can't do nothing with it, and one guy go out there and smoke the field with it and right you just got to know how to you got to know you got to know throttle control you got to know steering input i mean you just got to know all that stuff so yeah so it's gonna be a fun week to watch here on at bristol to see what them guys do and i'm hoping like we were just talking about maybe a carolina sizzler over there some guys uh come up maybe since right there in their backyard come over there and run at least the saturday portion Oh, yes. That's, that's going to be a huge crowd. Um, there's a lot of competition around here that's going to want to go love to go run Charlotte for sure. Um, that'll be huge. I, I guarantee that'll be huge. So looking forward to that again for sure. And um, a lot going on in the dirt world right now, that's for sure. It's growing huge right now, and uh, we love it. We love seeing it. It's awesome. Um, man, stuff popping up everywhere. and It's, it's great. Um, gives us something to talk about for sure. Plenty to talk about. Yeah. We just got to pick and choose which races we actually end up watching. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard, especially when doing full-time jobs and weddings and <laughs> Lord knows what else. And uh, it's, But it's all good. But um, but speaking of uh, speaking of running good, our buddy that hang out, come, come, came and hung out with us. Uh, tongue twister there. Apparently. Came and, came and hang, hung out with us <laughs> again uh, last week. Our buddy Tyler Mon, man, I tell you what, dude, uh, over there at Phoenix with with, with Kyle, um, he got practice, uh, dude, spotting passing. If they, he, if they pay passing points in that race, Kyle won that race. I can I tell you that. <laughs> but uh, but dude, he was busy again, man, because there was a bunch of three and four and five wide in that race again. Dude, that uh, that dog leg back there on the back, um. I guess you call it dog leg now. Everybody wants to make everybody wants to make that track an oval, and I can't really blame them. So they come off of turn four now and go oh, straight to the pit wall. They almost hit pit wall. Did you see Keselowski Brad? in it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he come from like literally two a foot probably from hitting the it's end insane. of pit road wall. I wish they would gra- put grass there or something. I really well, do. Well, that's what they had there. I don't know I, what the problem was. I don't know either. I don't. I mean, but good Lord, that's crazy. People were trying to cut through it then and tearing up cars, so they put asphalt hey, on it. Okay, let them do it. <laughs> I say, I say, put that um stuff that they put at uh 
Charlotte there. Yeah. Um, the kind the of national turf. The turf, yeah. So don't tear up the car, but you don't want to run through it. Right. You run through it, you're still going to be screwed up. So. Exactly. Um, well, going back, though, for that, speaking of going through that little dog leg, and I think this is what the beginning of bad uh, judgment, <laughs> I guess we'll say, um, for this instance, Arca Race there on Friday night, lap one, turn one. <sighs> the, I don't know. I don't know how to say this nice. I don't guess. I don't know. I'm just going to go, go straight in on it. Gracie Trotter drove straight in and caused another wreck, this time destroying her car in the process. I mean, <sighs> I ain't I trying to talk John because she wrecked Derek at at Daytona. I'm not. I'm not trying to trying to talk John because of that. But what in the world? I mean, I don't know, dude. I don't know if she's just not patient enough, or um, she she's too anxious. I, I she drove in on the apron and pushed straight up the track. Yep, it's. It's very unfortunate, and I hate to see it for her. But I mean, you know, she's got one heck of an opportunity right now to, to be. Dude, in. She's in some of the best equipment out there. There's she, no reason she, she should be doing that. She she definitely is, and um, I don't know who's coaching her along there or what. You know, I don't know, but I really hope that they can talk her into a little bit of patience. And um, she got the. I mean. I don't know. She's she's got a wonderful ride and a, a a wonderful sponsor that's gonna carry her throughout this season. But if she continues to do what she's doing, that's probably gonna be about the end of it. Because regardless of how much money you got, how much sponsorship you got, if you wrecking race cars every week, that can't happen. Um, and it sucks too because I I will say this, and I know it, it's always been a hot topic of debate. I guess you say. Um, I want to see a female driver come in and be a good driver. I, I just want to see that. So we're, I'm not downing her in no way, shape, or form. So do not think this at all. I am not downing her because as a female in racing because I want to see a girl come in. And I like Gracie Trotter. I spoke to her briefly at, over here when she run late models in Florence. And she seemed really nice. Seemed really nice. I just, I don't know. She needs some coaching. Yeah, I just think she should just be cool a little bit, you know. Um, and I said that about Haley Deegan, you know, when she was early on. Oh, I mean, yeah. we've seen her wreck her teammates or just go in there and just drive through people and um, just be more patient. Be more patient and, and let your equipment speak for itself and, and your talent's there. You just got to let it play out. You got to give it a little time. So hopefully uh, hopefully she'll 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 learn that and um, calm down a little bit. But I, I mean, it's got to be, t you know, I try to put myself in her shoes or, or anybody in any situation like that, you know, because, I mean, I, I can imagine the adrenaline rush, the, the nerves, the, 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 you know, wanting to do good, wanting to prove yourself, and she's wanting to prove herself in one lap. And a lot of times, you know, it, 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 before she probably thinks through, it's already too late. Um, so... It, it, I, it's hard for me to say, but learning to learning to, to, to 
kind of let that let those nerves go away and and move out it's hard to say and it's probably hard to teach um but hopefully she'll figure it out i think that's all that she's lacking i think she's just lacking a little bit of patience and and just letting things play out i think that's what she needs to do i concur 100 percent um if not, it's gonna be a rough year for. Her. Yeah, but our um, <laughs> old old Ty Gibbs has zero problem um letting his nerves play out. They apparently, don't have any. I don't well, think he has nerves. He sounded like it at Daytona, in the Arca race. It sounded like he had nerves. Um, yeah, but since then, um, he's figured out nerve to go to the front. Dude, I'm telling you what, man. Uh, he uh, he has definitely got it figured out. Um, I don't know if it's, if it, you know, because it ain't like, I mean, yeah, his, his, he, 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 his family is in racing 100% and always has been and, and all, but I don't know, man, is it, I think these cars nowadays are so simulation driven and he is in the simulator 30 hours a day, probably. <laughs> exactly. And, dude, he has got it figured out. But as far as these cars right now, these cars, the Arca cars, the Xfinity cars, and I I feel really sure you put him in Kyle Busch's car this week. I don't know. There's something wrong with Kyle Busch's car. I think he might outperform Kyle (laughs) Busch in Kyle Busch's car right now because it's so simulation-driven. Yeah. And he understands driving that simulator. He's very good at it. Um, But, I mean, he's done proved himself. I can't. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think he's cocky. I think he's cocky for a reason because he's got a lot of reason to be cocky. But it don't mean I have to like the cockiness. I wish he'd just chill out with that and just be a good guy. But he's good. He's very yeah, he's good. good. He's very he talented. He's a good driver. Yeah, I mean, you, can, you can't – that is one thing I will say I, that I firmly do believe is it's hard to teach talent. And talent to me is just that, you know, people – God-given ability to adapt to a race car and be able to drive it fast when we're talking right. about racing anyway. Um, I, but there is a lot of practice that still goes along with that. Don't get me wrong. But I also know guys that practice, 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 practice probably more than the next guy and just can't ever get it. I mean, it's just not something they feel. Not Not to the extent that some other guys do. Not saying they're not good, just not as good as this guy. Um and somehow he got in that car at Daytona. Not He didn't even know how to turn the thing on hardly. They had to walk him through the switches of what to turn on um, when he got in the car. Won the race on the road course at Daytona. Now went to Phoenix and finished second yeah. in the race there. Won the Arca race, finished second in the Xfinity race. Did he win, he win the Arca race? Yeah. Dog. Jesus. It's <laughs> crazy, <laughs> It is really crazy. He's got it going on for sure. So uh, when uh, when he's when he when he runs when he is running full time in that car, that's gonna be tough. Well, I can tell you this, and I said this last week, I think. So y'all can jump on the bandwagon. Don't have to. Y'all be mad at me for saying it. Kyle Busch keep running as bad as he is. Um, he better watch out. Yeah, yeah, he sure, <laughs> he sure better. Sure better, for sure. Because uh, there's somebody going to need a ride here real soon. And I'm going to tell you, if he keeps running that good this year, even running a partial schedule, 
They'll yeah, find I'm, a way to have I'm, him in a cup car next year. Well, I'm wondering if they're going to just jump him straight from ARCA to full-time it Xfinity next me. year because Xfinity, well, unless he's going to run a KBM truck, but I would not see the reason for it. Dude. Why? If he runs all these races, he is now NASCAR approved to run super speedways. It wouldn't surprise me to see him in another 23-11 ride next year in a cup he, series. He, he may do that, you know. I hope they don't, though. I really I hope. hope they don't, too, but the way yeah. that sponsors are now, it would not surprise me. Right. I, I'd love to see him, you know, I'd say, well, of course, I think he'll win the ARCA championship this year because he's going to run the whole thing. Um, I'd like to see him go, for sure, go to Xfinity. I don't know that he'll go to trucks. He might, but I, I say. I don't think so. I say, I say next year go to Xfinity and then and win that, I'm sure, probably, but. Um, I don't know, but, but you know, Austin Cindric going going on to to the winner. Um, that's another one, dude. Just seems like he's there every single weekend and freaking dominating. Yeah. Penske's got them a jewel, that's for sure, with him. So I promise you, he's um, uh he's good. And everybody knows he'll be in Cup next year. And uh, yeah, he'll be taking uh, old Matty D's ride, right? That's the word. Yeah. Um, so. I don't, I don't understand it. No, I I don't either. But but I will say Matt ain't ran the best this year either. No, Not he so hasn't. He hasn't. But you know, I I really felt like with the sponsorship, they'd have enough to start a third Penske team. A fourth. Uh, Penske I mean, a fourth Penske yeah. team. Sorry, um, and and keep him under that umbrella. But you know, they they may be they may be letting Brad play his contract out and gonna move him to that car i don't know don't really know but they're not gonna let austin cindric go from penske i can tell you that one thing i want to jump back to real quick i will mention in the conversation of ty this just my thought there's no factual evidence behind this but ty possibly moving um to uh cup is monster is kurt bush's sponsor and it is highly thought that Kurt Busch is retiring this year. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I you know, <laughs> Monsters got so much money they can put they can put primary sponsors on two cars they want to. Well, I agree, but I mean, so well, I don't really know. But you I know, don't either. I don't either. I'm just saying it just lines up. Yeah, um, I, I don't know. I, I don't see. I, I really don't see Ty going straight to a Cup car, but he he may. I mean, he he can do it. He's capable of doing it, but um. But yeah, I don't know. I I don't, I don't think, think Monster's gonna leave him. I don't think Monster will leave him by no means. Um, I think he will. They will definitely stay on him for well, sure. Oh yeah. Well, like I, like I was just saying, I don't think he should. I don't think he should. I'm just right. saying with the with the how sponsors have been and how race teams have been over the past five years, it would not surprise me. Right. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. Um. Uh, Sandrick, dude, he's. He's going to be a beast this year in the, uh, as he's already showing in, in the Xfinity series. Uh, Allgaier almost had that race one, though. Uh, had a late race caution and really shuffled him back. Um, he always gets shuffled man, back. Man, he cannot close a race out for nothing. And I hate no. that because he is a good dude. Um, he just has the worst, worst look at the end of races. Um, if there's a late race caution, it's. I don't know if it's driving style or if it's the way that they set up their cars. Um, 
And plus, Allgaier is a very clean driver. He don't get in there and lean on people. And he don't don't pinch them down, really. He gives everybody room, which is super nice. That's <laughs> super nice well, of he, you, dude. He needs but, to be a little <laughs> bit more aggressive, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, he, he just, he, if, if there's a late race caution, you know, especially if they have a green-white checker, uh, unless Allgaier's just got an awesome piece, normally he's not the one to pull it out. And I hate that for him. Um, yeah, for sure. If it's a long run, he's probably there. Probably there. Um, so, hated that for him. Uh, cool for Austin Sender. Um, but, man, like we were just talking a minute ago, um, if they were giving out passing points in the cup race, I'm pretty sure Larson... Kyle would have had that. ...had that championship locked up. For sure. He He... Well, you know, and I kind of figured it, but um, I think he was supposed to start outside pole, and um, uh, Willie B, William Byron was um, somewhere up there towards, I'm not sure where he was at, but anyway, they both failed post-race or pre-race inspection, yeah. and I kind of figured that that was going to happen because they're pretty much all but locked in to the chase or playoffs, whatever. Um, so I kind of figured they would be, um, trying stuff being that that's the last race, the, uh, championship race, um, at the end of the year. So, um, but they both failed. So what they didn't catch, I guess is the important part, but, uh, didn't take them long and they were right back up at front for sure. Like you say. And, um, and then I think, I think Kyle got caught speeding on pit road. Yep. Dropped back to late teens. Well, he was back I think he was in the twenties. Um, okay. Which it was whatever the last car in the lead lap was. That was him at the time, and I can't even remember. But real quick, he was back up around 17th. And then from there, he just picked his way, picked his way, picked his way. Um, I think by the time another caution come out, he was fifth or so. I can't remember right now. And worked his way all the way up to second. Um, I think he did about like our buddy Derek Griffith did this past week. And that last pit stop, got a bad set of tires. Because the last pit stop, he said he just got crazy loose on entry. So he hadn't been loose on entry all day long. Yeah. He said, and all of a sudden, it just got loose and loose and loose. And he couldn't set up his corners good. And he was having to drive more defensive than offensive. And uh, so he ended up, uh, where did he end up? Seventh, I think it was. Yeah, but it was seventh. Yeah. Yeah. I think Chase ended up fifth. I believe so. Um. Uh, Willie B was somewhere right in there, and I think Bowman was the worst. Bowman got Hendrick spun finisher. out early. Yeah, but I think he ended up finishing like 13th, so yeah. they were all within the top 13. I know that. Hendrick's there this year. Hendrick's there. Yeah, they are figuring I mean, obviously they were out. there last year because they won a championship, but for the majority of the season, they didn't look, you know, class of the field. They looked like they were there, but not class right. of the field. This year, it looks like the whole team has kind of got it together. Yeah, definitely. So and I I love seeing that. Like we said with Tyler last week, I, I, that's a class act. There's there's some good guys over there. I like to see them back on top. I do. Um, I don't know. It's just I'm just biased to them. I like I like them. I'm, I'm Chevrolet that. guy. I like those and um I like them and I like the way they act. I like the way they carry themselves. Um and and you know, pretty cool. Pretty cool to see them back up there. So well, like I was kind of telling Tyler and we talked about it few weeks ago we were down in daytona um and we were telling tyler last week uh you know we were out to eat and 
while we were down there and Alex Bowman and I'm assuming it was kind of hell his crew um yeah the road crew or something or a bunch of Hendrick guys I know that they were all there eating um there too and at the end I, I ain't bother them or none you know we didn't want to be those guys um but when we were leaving I did kind of look at them all and wave to them and just told them good luck this week and every one of them turned around man we appreciate that you know so that's and I know there's a lot of guys like that in in racing period, but it's just really cool the way, like like Sterling said, the Hendrick guys always can conduct themselves very very good. Yeah, very cool guys always. And I guess it's just the the field that Mister H wants around the shop, and that's how those guys are. Yeah, absolutely right, man. Definitely good. So uh, glad to see they had another good performance. And um, running up front, man, I love seeing it. Yeah, but old uh, Martin Truex Jr. ran father up front this week, I guess. Yeah, he did. He sure Finally did. Got, that's his first win at um at Phoenix. At Phoenix. Yeah. yeah, it sure is. And uh, they, they kind of been in a slump, kind of seemed like, Martin. I don't know. kind of seemed kind of odd. The last couple races of the year last year and then the first yeah. little bit this year, they've kind of seemed. So, He's been there the first this year, just hadn't. Like well, right at the end, he couldn't be there. Right. Yeah. Well, I, you know, they hadn't been the same since Cole Pern left. Period. No. <laughs> no. I mean, no, no doubt about it. And that's going to be hard to to beat that combo that they had. I mean, for a while, that was like Jimmy and and um and Chad and Chad back in the day. I mean, they were just always there, right there. They just worked. They clicked good together. So um, finding that is going to be tough again. But they are, and I'm glad to see him. I like Martin too. He's kind of a crybaby on the radio. <laughs> he does not like lap cars. I'll he tell you that. He used to not be like but, that, but Jesus ever since Lord, he went, have ever mercy. since he went to, uh, ever since he won a championship, he's been Dude, like that. Dude, he whines about a lap car. But regardless of that, glad to see that he's a pretty cool old uh, outdoor outdoorsy guy, and glad to see him get his way into the chase. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Um, but so that kind of tells us, uh. I guess I don't know. His tracks liable change. They liable do something different, especially with the uh, traction compound that they put on it. Um, but that you know, it's gonna be the final race of the year, as it was last year. Um, it's liable to be, you know, kind of tell us something for for Phoenix come championship time. Um, so who knows? Who yeah, knows? there's a. Well, I don't know, man. I I really, I know we could talk about this forever, but I really wish that they would have the championship race would be a one time a year track. Oh, I agree. And I it agree. moved that's around. Why, that's why Homestead was good, but oh, they yeah. went there every year. Well, yeah, but I mean, be be a be a one race a year track, but move that track around. Yeah. You know, and and have it set up for five years down the road or, or whatever they do it. I don't care, but well, just kind of like to do the Super Bowl, they, right? You know, for I mean, a while where they go in, right? Exactly, M- move it around. That's that's the one thing that I say for sure. I mean, I, you know, whatever, but um, it's kind of kind of crappy because you you pretty much know what you're gonna get come in. Well, season. you you know at the end because of this the weather's year. almost the same. Yeah, everything's about the same. I mean, there's nothing different. You know, at the end of this year. Uh, Chase Elliott's gonna be fast all of a sudden. Promise you. Now he's got to make it to that final four, but at Phoenix he's gonna be fast. Well, there's um like seven road courses this year, so he will make it to the final, to the That's final, to, to the playoffs. Now there's another there's I can't remember, but there's a road course there coming up towards the end of the deal. He'll he'll be in there somehow or Martinsville one. He'll find a way in, but um 
I kind of look for Kyle Larson, man. Kinda, I, I think I think that's going to be him next year, or at the end of the year. Uh, it's going to be his spot. It's going to be it. I do too. Um, these well, being that he's already got a win, that's that's good for him. Um, he hadn't ever been great, great on road courses, but then look what he did at uh. He should have won Daytona that race, really. <laughs> the first year. He screwed up there, but he should have won that race. Um, I think he's just you know been driving a sprint car so much last year, dirt, whatever, doing everything. He get back in him, and it's like this is too easy. <laughs> this is well, simple he, now. I think he throws the car around a little more now. And just gets like every does. bit of gets every bit that the car's got in it out of it now. Yeah, I mean, watching watching uh, Chase and and really watching Alex Bowman last, or a couple years ago at Roval, watching how hard they throw them cars around, dude. I never would have thought it's nothing like I race. And I can promise you that you can't do no. that on air. I mean, they throw them things around everywhere and they stick. They so. Yeah, like you said, I think he kind of got got a little on edge with them and was able to go. But uh, but anyway, it's all good. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully, we'll keep on rooting him on to the front, man. Definitely will. And uh, another thing we got in common a little bit, I guess, with um, Larson there is uh, our little um, alliance here with our buddies at SRI Performance. Tell you something cool. Uh, we've been sitting here watching the, uh, the racing action over at Bristol. Uh, SRI's has some advertisements on the on the TV there. Checking them out on there. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, you it gives you a little everything. insight, you know, what we've been talking about because they show all these parts in there. It's everything. Yes, definitely. The the, uh, the racer RX commercials are perfect we need that commercial <laughs> it is perfect because they got everything they show they show the uh stock car steel aluminum they show yeah the yeah. storeroom there at sri they show everything so uh but anyway guys as we always say make sure you go to sri performance get all your race car needs met there um simple just go there get what you need um also uh stock car steel and aluminum they got all your sheet metal that you will ever need for a car um obviously they got pro molly tubing to build all your cages and everything that you will ever need some of the best tubing on the market that you can get um draco springs uh top of the line springs you won't find a better spring they're so good they run them on modifieds in iRacing <laughs> so uh y'all go get everything you need sri performance and stock car steel um y'all go check them out be sure to use our promo code if you're looking up online and buying parts there at checkout use promo code c bone 10 that is c as in chicken b-o-n-e one zero get you 10 percent off of your order what else we got this week, man? Dude, that's a whole lot of a whole lot of uh of good stuff this week. I know that. A lot of stuff going on. Like we keep saying the racing is getting jam packed. Um a lot of good stuff to look forward to. Man, I can't wait, dude. Tell you what I'm looking forward to. There's a lot of racing going on. Do not get me wrong, but let me tell you something I'm looking forward to. Give you a little quick, quick 
snippet, anyway, I guess. Y'all be listening out. I know this episode's great. All our episodes are good. I think y'all are going to be pretty excited for next week's episode. You should be, anyway. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I am, already. Oh, I really am. I am already. <laughs> going to be big. <laughs> yes, sir. Absolutely. Um, but be sure, guys, to go on all your social medias and check out the Carolina Sizzler. Um, especially on Facebook, keep up to date with it. You can look at our Facebook. We've uh, been sharing all their posts about everything that's going on, all the announcements that are coming out for it. Uh, pretty soon, I imagine we'll see some uh, announcements of uh, you know coming up here in the next couple months. Anyway, um, who's going to be running? Um, see some more big payouts. There's already. I'm tell y'all. No, we didn't talk about the exact payout money, but it's pretty nice. Pretty nice, and that's not just for supers. That's for every class. Pretty nice stuff. So there's going to be a lot of guys we're going to be talking about going to it. Um, like I said, I can promise you we'll be there and trying to talk to all those guys. Um, so y'all go on there. Check it out. Thank you, Mr. Dalton Lamb. Absolutely. Coming on here. Go check out Grassroots Sports TV. Um yeah, a lot of stuff on there. A lot of stuff on there. And, man, I, I, I tell you, you can go on there. And I've got caught up watching them. I don't know how many times. There'll be a middle school basketball game on there or something like that. And it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, who knows? You might see the next LeBron on there or something. I don't know. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. So uh, y'all go check out Grassroots Sports TV. Um Get you off your sports action. There's plenty of racing action going to be going on on there. Um, want to thank SRI, as always, as we just talked about. Um, Stock Car Steel, Draco Springs. Uh, our buddy Randy Keen, RK Motorsports Consulting, who is now the man over there going to the tracks for technical support. Yep, he's at, at Bristol right now. Yeah. Uh, technical support man for SRI performance for the dirt side over there. He is uh, he's at Bristol helping all those guys out, especially on brakes, but he does a little bit of everything now. Um, y'all got any questions about brakes especially or any parts, um, shoot me a message. Shoot us a message on here. I can definitely get Randy on it, or I can get anybody at SRI on it to uh, – or you can message them directly over at SRI Performance. But uh, Randy is a top-notch technical guy who just, he studies this stuff, man. He loves it. And that's, that's, that's what the racers need. That's what the racers need. Um, when this new stuff comes out, they don't know what it's going to do. And he's the man to tell you exactly what it's going to do before you do it with it. So uh, we appreciate him because he gives us all kind of info all the time. He's like, man, I put... I put this brake kit on such and such car. I, I really think he's gonna do good with it. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, awesome, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> he's excited, and I get excited with him. And uh, also, as we talked about earlier, Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Y'all go check them out. Um, Ford Bite um, Apparel. Check them out. Team Vandy was in action this past weekend. Uh, let me pull up here. You got uh, results over there, Sterling? 
Mm, let's, let's see here real fast. They uh they it went racing some more in the uh six hundred micro sprint. Um they uh they had to put the motor back in it because like we said last week, they uh bent the the the, the shaft, not 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 the crank in, but just the shaft for the uh coming out transmission. Um Old Coltrane, he went out there and actually missed hot laps because they were late getting to track from putting back putting the motor back in the car. Um, first time he got on the track at all was in the restricted heat race, and he started outside pole. And guess what he did? Guess what? What is that? <laughs> you got to talk in the microphone. <laughs> Couldn't find it, but it was behind Um. Oh, Coltrane went out there and won the heat in the restricted. Yes, sir. So uh He's getting the hang of that thing, man. He's getting it. He's getting it. Um he just stayed in the car and drove back around and put I guess put some fuel in it probably, I don't know. because um, he went out and ran the A class with him with the restricted plate in it for A class. Um just wanting to get seat time. I mean that's that's pretty right. cool. And he started the front row again. Uh started outside, I think it was, started second. Um and ended up actually finishing fifth in the heat race, running with the A-class guys. And they said this was a bigger track than they've been running, like that last one they ran everything. This was a little bit bigger track. So it's harder, hard, much harder for just a setup to help you. I mean, you got to have speed. Right. Um. So he fell back to fifth, but, I mean, he's getting seat time. I mean, dude, that's... That's what it's all about right now. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's all you can ask for. Um... So anyway, went to the feature. Uh, let's see here. He uh, brought home second place in the restricted feature. Sweet. That is, that's awesome. That's real good. Uh, A-Class started 15th and moved up to 10th place. So, man. Dude, he's jumping on it quick. He's jumping on it. Jumping on it. Um. Did want to say here real fast, our buddy uh, William Eads and Matt Smith made their way to Georgia this past weekend for the GNCC race. Um, and remember uh, a couple weeks ago we talked about it, and they had some issues on the last lap of the race. Uh, hit a tree and took out. Um. Tie rod, got it put back together. Um, ended up coming out seventh this week in GNCC race at uh down in Georgia. So man, that's uh it's pretty good for them guys. Big field of them things always. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah, um, it's a pile of things. They travel all over the place. In a couple weeks, they're gonna be down here, Camp Coker, right up the road from us in Society Hill. South Carolina. I'm gonna go over there and check them out. I think. Um, hang out with them a little bit, meet them. So Matt Smith over there finished seventh on the quad this week. Um, but anyway, as we talked about, four bite apparel. Y'all go get y'all some of that. Gotta get, get some it. stickers. Get some. Get some koozies like we got our 
drinks in right now. Get some t-shirts. Get some hoodies for a Christmas present next year. Because it's warming up. I'm, I'm tired of cold weather. So it's warming up. Yes, thank goodness. Um, Go get you some clothes there for bike. Check them out. Um, Checkered Race Hub. Awesome social media for racing only. Racing only. That's it. Racing. Period. Period. Nothing else. Just racing. We ain't talking about politics. We ain't talking about nothing else. We're talking about racing on Checkered. Check us out on Checkered. We uh, post every... Yeah, post a good bit, Checkered. At least you're going to see us every week posting our episodes up on Checkered. Um, so that's pretty cool. Uh, RMAC Solutions. If you are in the fab industry and you need your... It, when you need your tools worked on in the fab industry. Because, you know, sometimes that happens. Oh, yes. Yeah. Plasma cutters, yeah. Welders, whatever. Uh, sometimes you need parts for them. Your big cutting tables. Sometimes you need new ones. And sometimes you need them. Go uh, go check out RMAC Solutions. They got many, many resources and different sources to hook you up with many different uh, brands, um, types of machinery, um, anything you need when you are in the fab industry. Go uh, go check out RMAC Solutions. They can hook you up. How about go check out Chicken Bone Alley? <laughs> yeah, go get it. Go <laughs> like, subscribe, whatever. Do it. Do it all. Do it all. Do it all. Um, well, guys, I reckon we done for the week. Yeah, I believe so. Thank you all for listening for sure again, for uh, sticking with us and hanging out with us a little bit, taking, taking a little bit of your day and while you're working, listening to us, whatever it is. We appreciate it for sure. Working, riding. I'd say working out, but hey, you never know. I don't think we're good workout motivation. <laughs> hey, you never know. <laughs> the, the music's pretty good. Yeah, the beginning and the end. Thirty seconds. <laughs> hey, never know. Just re, just replay the end over and over and over. You That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta do. So, uh, anyway, guys, like Sterling just said, thank y'all for hanging out with us again this week, and uh, we will definitely be back uh, next week, and hopefully the week after that, and week after that, and week after going. that. We've made it this far. That's right. pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see y'all next week. Later. Later.